And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are Jesus-following attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. You can learn more about us and subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on our show and visit our website to view our entire podcast library of previous interviews. Today we have a great treat. We're going to be speaking with Tom Brecka, President and Chief Counsel of Thomas More Society, a national public interest law firm dedicated to restoring respect in law for life, family, and religious liberty, particularly saving babies. If you care about saving babies and helping mothers who are in the quandary of uh, do I terminate my pregnancy? Do I abort my child? Uh, you need to stay tuned because you're going to hear some great news and some great challenges uh, from Tom Brecka. Thomas More Society is based in Chicago and has supported these causes from local trial courts all the way to Supreme, the U.S. Supreme Court. Tom, uh, it's a blessing to welcome you to our show. Well, I'm, I'm very glad and honored to be with you, John. Uh, Tom, what are the big issues right now facing the pro-life movement? Oh, my heavens, John, where to begin? I, you know, the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh to the U.S. Supreme Court has uh, now, uh, you know, afforded us, uh, I think, a pretty solid uh, pro-life majority on the Supreme Court. And so the opportunity is now to, uh, you know, uh, secure, uh, as we haven't had in this country for so many decades, uh, the right of uh, unborn infants to uh, to life, uh, you know, not to mention the rights of uh, people of faith to uh, exercise practice as well as profess their religious beliefs. I think, you know, the, the, the present time and the near future uh, holds great promise. Uh, but of course, it's also uh, uh, it's just uh, given us a whole medley of of challenges. Uh, how do we uh, carry on? Because uh, indeed, a lot of what we're doing is defense. The opposition, I think, uh, has come to realize the peril uh, that uh, the right to abortion is newly thrust in, and and they're fighting back. Uh, at the state level, this abominable uh, new legislation in, in New York, uh, you know, lighting up the skyscrapers uh, with pink floodlights to celebrate. Explain what that yes. legislation entails. Well, it, it uh, was not only a, a positive reinforcement of the right to abort all the way up through the uh, 
uh, culmination of a pregnancy up to the moment of birth, technically speaking, uh, but it also entailed uh, the repeal of so many uh, protective laws. And indeed, uh, you know, New York has almost been the abortion capital of the country, maybe running a close second to California these days. But uh, there were on the books some laws that are now gone. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just a, it, it's this terrible momentum in the wrong direction pressed by the opponents of, of life and uh, uh, you know it, so we're, we're as much on defense as we are you know talking about going on offense to well, well on, 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 on the offensive end uh, uh, Tom in Roe versus Wade uh, just, Justice Blackman said we don't know when life begins and if we did it would be an entirely different matter now that was about fifty years ago. Do we know when life begins? Well, I think science is uh, not the antagonist of people of faith these days. It's our our ally. I mean, it's uh, increasing revelations of biblical truth coming uh, into twenty twenty clarity uh, in the laboratory as well as in the uh, in in church. Uh, you know, science tells us, and it's science shared by people in their everyday lives. When our grandchildren, we're now blessed with four of them, and uh, they've come late in life for Debbie and me. But, you know, we during the pregnancies, our, our daughters-in-law would send us uh, ultrasound images of our kids before they were born. And, you know, this is an experience now of uh, pregnant uh, moms uh, along with their dads uh, watching their child grow in the womb and nobody can get away with saying as they used to say these are mere blobs of tissue you know somehow pre-human pre uh, hey, 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 so, I mean, uh, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio I'm John Malk and the Malk and Baker Law Firm today we're speaking with Tom Brecko of the Thomas More Society about the pro-life movement's current challenges and current offenses and and defenses as it seems Tom that with the scientific advances and we know even that a person's gender and DNA is set at the moment of conception that entire string of uh, DNA which determines who we are our, our brain, our skin color, our, uh, perhaps longevity, our weaknesses and strengths, that's all brought together at the moment of conception. So a human being we now know is created at that point. So in one sense, we're making great progress. You mentioned ultrasound. Uh, science is the ally and, and truth is the ally of the pro-life movement. But on the other end, we're seeing uh, an increased, as you mentioned, panic almost uh, and determination. Uh, even here in Illinois, Pritzker says he's going to outdo uh, New York and California and make Illinois the most, uh, most progressive state in terms of uh, protecting and furthering abortion rights. So... 
in the middle of this, you're handling a case for a young man named Delayden, who's uh, exposing what Planned Parenthood is doing. Tell us about him and where that stands. Well, young David, he just turned 30 years old, John. <laughs> and my gosh, uh, you know, his undercover work, uh, going into visit with Planned Parenthood uh, officials uh, and videotaping what they would say in private, uh, so much uh, at odds with their public uh, protestations uh, that abortion is simply uh, another form of... Uh, you know, uh, taking care of health. I mean, it's it's a killing industry. It's just awful. And uh, if there ever was a David versus Goliath, well, this is a modern reincarnation of that David. <laughs> he's, he's named. So, he's named appropriately. What, 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 so much that he's pointed out. Uh, you know, the, these videotapes show uh, these are human beings, and nobody knows that better than the people who are carving them up so that their body parts could be used, uh, sold for profit. Uh, just just an abominable situation. And uh, so the empire is struck back against David. He's being sued uh, repeatedly. We're off in San Francisco, uh, both in civil court, defending, believe it or not, racketeering charges against him. Uh, and we're also in criminal court against the Attorney General of California defending 15 felony charges based on uh, alleged violation of the anti-eavesdropping law, a law that has never been used against any other journalist except for David and his helper, Sandra Merritt. Uh, and are know, there any, has, has, the, has the California Attorney General charged Planned Parenthood with any uh, felonies or other legal violations based on their selling of the body parts um, no, they're in denial, John, and uh, as are the Democrats in Congress, where well, there were both Senate and House uh, investigations uh, during the last uh, term of the Congress, uh, each of which uh, investigation culminated in 500-page uh, reports detailing criminal activity followed up by referrals to the FBI and the Department of Justice and an investigation has been going on, and we hope it'll come to something. Uh, meanwhile, just uh, on January the 22nd of all days, the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, the Fifth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals down in Texas uh, handed down an opinion uh, in a defunding of Planned Parenthood case, an opinion that uh, confirmed the veracity and accuracy and truth of uh, David's videotapes which Planned Parenthood had been disparaging with a lot of media support is somehow deceptively edited. They were nothing of the sort. They were true as could be. <laughs> he published not only uh, a shorter version, but also the complete uh, unedited, unexpurgated text of, of, of the videos. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you, Tom. Coming up, we're going to talk further with Tom Breck, a president and chief counsel of the Thomas More Society about what's going on with the pro-life movement and implications of the recent ruling in the Daleiden case. I'm John Malk, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Hello. 
I'm David Smith, Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute, an independent nonprofit ministry dedicated to boldly bringing a biblical perspective to public policy. Here at IFI, our mission is to support traditional family values, defend biblical truths, and uphold Christian morals. We consider Mauk and Baker our allies in this mission, and we are proud to support them in their legal endeavors. Mauk and Baker is a law firm that upholds Christian beliefs, putting God first. If you ever find your religious liberty and rights as a person of faith under attack, you can trust the attorneys of Mauk and Baker to fight for you. Mauk and Baker has a team of Christian lawyers who seek to achieve justice and advance the gospel through their work. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at maukbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner of the law firm of Mauk and Baker, and we're talking with Tom Brecka, president and chief counsel of the Thomas More Society a pro-life, pro-religious liberty uh, legal organization uh, that is fighting around the country to protect the unborn. And we were talking about uh, David Daleiden, a spectacular undercover reporter who has made some awesome tapes of Planned Parenthood, and they're planning to sell body parts. Tom, tell us what these tapes contain, and then we'll talk about how our listeners can see them and and which tapes are being held back by the courts right now. Well, uh, thank you, John. The the tapes held back, those that are subject to what we call a gag order, a national injunction against their release, uh, were tapes that David took along with his uh, helper, Sandra Merritt, at the annual conventions of the National Abortion Federation, uh, he had signed uh, an exhibit uh, agreement and an access agreement that, uh, you know, both of which provided no recording. But uh, he was uh, previously advised that he would be getting evidence of criminal activity, and we think uh, that should have freed him from the. Uh, waiver of his uh, free speech rights, but the court has disagreed so far. We hope that'll be overturned. But many of his other videotapes, when he went and visited uh, different uh, clinics or uh, met and had discussions with uh, some of the Planned Parenthood abortionists and so forth, those are uh, in the clear. They've been publicized uh, going back several years, and they've been on his website, centerformedicalprogress.org. Uh, for viewing, and they reveal a very materialistic and venal and, frankly, uh, inhumane attitude toward, uh, you know, the bodies of these aborted infants. They're human beings. Uh, They're not, uh, uh, you know, discarded pieces of material, uh, they should be treated with human dignity, they're children of God, uh, you know, and yet Amen. people are talking about carving them up and, and uh, what money they could make uh, by selling them and so forth. It's just a, a terrible revelation of the truth behind this abortion industry. Well, well, Tom, uh, one of the things I love about 
uh, you and the Thomas More Society is that you see that this is not just a legal battle. In every newsletter I get, there's a call for prayer, and I'm going to issue a call for prayer right now to our to our listeners because I know there are a lot of prayer warriors out there. Go to this website, centerformedicalprogress.org. Watch these tapes. Let the Holy Spirit move in your heart uh, with God's love for these children that are, are being uh, killed, murdered, uh, suffering in pain, and for their mothers who are also being lied to and deceived. But let your heart be shaped and then enter into prayer for the Thomas More Society, for Lawyers for Jesus, for, for David DeLayden, for this entire battle. We don't just need the financial support that you can provide, but we need your prayer support because it's legal warfare and it's spiritual warfare. Tom, you've even gone to the point of, of calling people uh, on your list to fast as well as they're praying. Uh, talk to Talk to us. Well, it's a spiritual battle, no question, John. And, you know, the opposition is fueled and fired up uh, really by satanic and demonic uh, impulses. It's no exaggeration to say that. Uh, the governor of New York asking that, you know, skyscrapers in that empire city, you know, be floodlit with pink light to celebrate this. The, the, the legislature erupting in applause when the bill passed into law denying protection uh, to these unborn infants. You know, it used to be even in New York, the abortion capital, so to speak, uh, that uh, late-term abortions had to be approved by not only the abortionist in consultation with a mom, but also two other independent uh, physicians. That That protection is gone. Uh, it's a race to the bottom, really, and and such a sad thing that so many young people in our country are caught up in this idea <laughs> that somehow it's liberating or fulfilling uh, that, uh, you know, parents uh, could have their children disposed of this way. It's just very, very sad. Uh, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker, and you're listening to Tom Brecka of the Thomas More Society about the legal and spiritual actions being taken to advance uh, the pro-life movement. Uh, Tom, as you pointed out in this race to the bottom and, and incredible disregard of human life, at the same time, progress is being made in science, uh, defining life. We know that clearly life begins at conception. And winning hearts, you've mentioned the uh, ultrasounds that so many people are, are now getting, showing uh, the unborn child moving around and the activities that are being felt and the personalities that are being formed and the DNA that's, that's there, uh, that there are more people who are beginning to understand that these are babies, uh, they are human beings, and there's so much fighting for human beings in some people's hearts. Uh, yeah, it's... It's a tremendous battle, but it's not a losing battle. It's a battle that we're all called to be a part of because it makes a difference. You've won some big cases on the U.S. Supreme Court uh, protecting the right to, um, to advocate for life. Well, that's right, John. And I 
Thank you for your encouragement during that. It was a 28-year battle. It took us from the federal courts in Delaware and here in Chicago all the way up uh, to the Supreme Court of the United States, not once, twice, but uh, really incredibly, three different times. Uh, and uh, we won the last two by 8-1 to one and then 8-0 to zero margins. But it was an ongoing battle, and that was an effort to suppress the advocacy for life uh, conducted by folks like Joe Scheider, a Chicagoan who led a nationwide movement, Randall Terry, uh, a young minister from Binghamton, New York, who founded Operation Rescue. Uh, these efforts outside abortion clinics by prayerful Christians to rescue babies uh, bound for slaughter uh, aroused opposition uh, and uh, this terrible lawsuit that uh, started out as an antitrust case, ended up as a racketeering of all things, and uh, the Supreme Court uh, repulsed that effort. But, you know, so these are battles, yes, that we win, and uh, fighting them is a challenge, but it's also a, a joy because, uh, you know, we're fighting for uh, the truth, <laughs> for yeah, the lives of infants the uh, wholesome lives of their parents. Uh, and I think we're going to prevail, but en route to that end, uh, we are facing, uh, you know, a reaction from the advocates of abortion who are now sounding more satanic than ever. They used to say uh, safe, legal, and rare abortion. Now they say uh, abortion that... Uh, uh, without apology and on demand. You know, it's kind of like uh, embracing this evil uh, with a fierce determination that I think the devil is work. Well, it's it's also creating a lot of one-issue voters. Uh, I, I know I am uh, willing to vote for Democrats that are pro-life, but if they're pro-abortion, uh, we wouldn't even consider it. And if a Republican is pro-abortion, like our recent governor, Rauner, who, who said he would stop state funding of abortion, a new law, and then backtracked, I'm not about to vote for a Republican if, if they have a pro-life uh, uh, opposition. I mean, this is really the defining issue of our times. It, it, I think it's becoming clear that that's the truth. Uh, you know, what happened in Virginia, uh, where that bill was defeated, but it was defeated only after uh, the sponsor was asked uh, if a mom is actually in labor and beginning to dilate, uh, would your bill uh, allow abortion up to that point? And she had to answer yes. Well, <laughs> that's the case. That bill was defeated, but under Roe v. Wade, uh, frankly, that's been the constitutional landscape we've been fighting since 1973 and well, uh, um, we can we can enlist the support of every listener for prayer as we've spoken to and then uh, the Thomas More Society has a website for those who want to pray further or, or financially support or uh, learn more about the pro-life struggle what is that uh, what is that website Tom well, thanks for mentioning that, John. It's www.thomasmore, with one O, M-O-R-E, society.org. And uh, 
Yes, we're fighting a lot of battles. We've got not only the Leiden cases out in San Francisco, but we're fighting in New York. And we've got, frankly, about 80 cases around the country. We keep uh, finding uh, new challenges, uh, and uh, we're trying to work with so many good Christian lawyers like yourself and the firm of Malcolm Baker and uh, other law firms and like-minded lawyers all over the country. We That's we really have a long way to go. We've accomplished a lot, but uh, the biggest challenges, I think, lay ahead of us. Thank you for speaking with us today. And if you have a legal need or questions and want the perspective of local Christian attorneys, contact us at Malkin Baker. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com or 312-726-1243. If you missed part of the show, want to listen online, go to MalkBaker.com. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.